Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Time to talk netball and uh, the Mystics have a men's team that is now officially part of uh, the Mystics franchise and the coach of that team, Tia uh, Winnikitty, joins us. Uh, hello, Tia, how are you? Ah, Tia, I was just uh, I watched the video uh, that was put up on Facebook the other day that had you know you were interviewed in it. I know, uh, and also Helene was interviewed, and some of your players were were interviewed in it as well. Um, you've got a, a big background in coaching and in you know strength and conditioning and things as well. So, how did you end up coaching a, a men's netball team? Because this is something I guess quite unusual. We, we often see men coaching women's team, but not often we see women coaching men's teams. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I've ended up coaching the Mystics Invitational Men's side because I'm one of the coaches that coaches uh, within the Mystics uh, development system and in the Northern Zone. So our uh, opportunity uh, to to have a men's team was really, really exciting and part of that uh, experience for both Mystics and for men were to merge the two the two parts of netball. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yes, I mean, so that essentially is how I ended up coaching the team. Uh, yeah, to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I guess a lot of that is, uh, I mean, did it did it almost come about because um, you know Helene and the Mystic setup wanted uh, some some uh, opposition that they could you know sort of have practice games against that they weren't going to come up in competition against later on down the track. I think probably to take a step back, the the vision that Helene and Cruz had uh, going back, let's say it's a year or so ago, was to uh, have an opportunity, to provide an opportunity from a Mystics point of view and from a high-performance netball point of view to men's uh, netball. Mm -hmm. And I guess the start of that was when we first had Cruz, and we've had Cruz now for two years as a training partner to the Mystics, and he's in our training environment uh, at least once a week if, uh, and on other occasions. So that was the start of the discussion around uh, what we would do with and for men's netball within the franchise. Oh. I don't know that it was... Uh, it, it wasn't necessarily aimed at having a team to train against that we wouldn't compete against in competition, but it certainly was to support the growth of men's netball and use our training environment to support that. And you do have a game this weekend, of course, against uh, the Northern Stars men's team. Um, what is the depth in men's netball like? I mean, there has been a lot of positive uh, support for the men's side of the game, and some talk about maybe we should have an ANZ for men's, but is there the depth there, maybe, say, outside of Auckland to, to be able to have competitive teams like we do in the ANZ? I'm possibly not the best person to comment on the depth of men's netball. I'm, If I'm honest, I'm a novice 
listening then. Uh, my expertise in terms of this it came from the mystics side of what we do and supporting the men and exposing them to what mystics do and what we do with the women in high performance netball. Uh, so that's not for me, I don't think, to comment on in any great detail. I haven't ever coached a men's team before, but I've coached lots of netball and lots of netball players. So I think uh, one of the exciting things from our point of view is that we do have representation from across the country. So that, I suppose, in a very small way tells me that there's a depth of male uh, interest and talent in New Zealand to support netball for men going forward. It's a, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting because there's so many, obviously, sports around, uh, you know, and there's a, a transitional skills, I, I guess, you know, if you play basketball, you can play, you know, you, some of those skills transition over to uh, netball. Where do you find the bulk of the, the uh, guys that you've got playing for you have come from? What's what's the background generally? The the. The cross-section of players in our team, uh, most of them have played quite a bit of netball, either for New Zealand or for their associations around the country. We've also got one uh, one or two players who have... Oh, I shouldn't say one or two. I should probably say many of the players have played basketball. Some mm-hmm. of them play squash and other sports like rugby league. Uh, so there's a good cross-section of uh, different codes sitting within the group that play netball. But I would say a large majority of the group has, have played netball as well for quite a long time. It, and from a coaching point of view, I mean, you said you had, you'd never coached men before. Uh, one of the things that, you know, we get told often from other sports, particularly where you have men coaching women, and, and the question gets asked about, you know, you need uh, – or do you need, should you have, uh, you know, fe- a female input from a management slash coaching point of view in these setups? And the answer is generally from, from these people, no, because, you know, if you're coaching the sport, you're coaching the sport and it doesn't matter who it's coming from. Uh, from your angle, is, do, you, do you find that still to be true? I mean, what are the differences for you from coaching women to coaching men? There's certainly, I would say there's certainly differences. Uh, and... And I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all. I think the diversity of what you put into your staff or your coaching team or your management group is what grows the richness within any team that you're working with. If I take Mystics as uh, the women's team as as one example, our management group and the coaching staff, uh, I think the men are outweighing the women at the moment. (laughs) However, um, we find a really good diverse balance in that and the girls... Uh, the girls respond to it really well. So that's one experience that I think we're, it's very valuable to have uh, the expertise in it. So it's, it's not necessarily gender-specific, but it's for the right fits for the team. And then for the men, uh, they're incredibly talented and athletic. They bring such a difference to the game. The way they play the game is different to women, and it's exciting to to learn from them about the things that they're exceptional at. And some of them have an exceptional skill set around how they play netball. Uh, so for me, when I, I've had a wonderful experience coaching the team. The men are very willing, uh, they're very coachable, and they've got a strong desire to improve. And so even though we've been together for only a short time, the effort and the intensity at which they bring to training has been really exciting. So it's actually been... Uh, wonderful to coach. Yeah, I mean, you say that they are, are different, um, they play the game differently. How do they play the game differently? 
Well, their physical ability mm. is different to women. They're stronger and they're much more powerful. So the speed at which they can play the game uh, can be different. And the ball travels quicker and, and they travel much faster. I, I would say potentially uh, the challenge to one another is, is probably because the speed they're travelling at might be stronger. Uh, but I wouldn't say that one's better than the other. There's, there's, there are some things that you can't compare when you have a, a, young, a young male jumping above the post and can get their hand above the post. That's pretty special to watch. Mm. And women don't tend to be able to do that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess being able to execute skills faster doesn't always necessarily mean better, right? Because if you if you're always going 100 miles an hour, you might miss things. So that's that is maybe more nuance in the women's game. Yes, definitely. Um, the, the girls obviously have a lot more time to practice, and, and we practice skills on a daily basis in the training environment. For the men, their experience with us, we've had a a, a limited time together yet it's been a successful and productive time and we've spent time working on skills, simple, uh, the simple way of playing the game, passing and catching, uh, and, and working to, to use the speed and ability that the men have with, uh, I guess, some technical instruction around how to apply that uh, more consistently within gameplay. So I don't know what that will show us tomorrow and but I am excited to see uh, what we can achieve in the short time that we've been together Has there been uh, any uh, situation where you know you've been watching the guys play or you know sort of uh, training games things like that and and a player has pulled something out and done something and and you've just gone wow that would be transferable and you've been able to go to Helene and go what why don't we try this you know uh, are there those things that maybe tactically don't happen in women's in, in the women's game generally that you can basically uh, grab and, and then and then you know sort of transplant into the women's game yeah that's a great question I don't know that I've had enough time uh, to critique that as well as one might like to mm-hmm. yet yeah, it, it'll be it's certainly something that will now that I've had more experience with the men and I'm becoming more familiar with the way they play uh, when we play the game I think we'll see some some things that we might look at and think, yep, that actually could work. And and if we crafted it in a certain way, we what we can do with it is that's innovation and growth for the game, and that's really, really positive. Those are some of the, to your question, uh, can you pick things up and take them from other sports? Absolutely. Or other, other, other we do it, we do it in, in part all the time from other codes, so I would think that we should be able to do it across the men's and the women's game. Tia, how do you think this experience, coaching a men's netball team in this way, is improving you as a coach? Uh, Well, it grows me every day. Uh, A coaching journey is a a journey of growth and a a journey of uh, professional and personal reflection. And there's an opportunity every time you're on the floor with any group of people to learn and grow. And one of the things that I am most humbled by and most grateful for is that the men have shared their knowledge. Yeah, okay, that's um, that's great. Thank you for using Blinder.
Oh, it's gone. We've, we've just lost her. The blinder callers. As, uh, unfortunately, that's what happens when you use blinder. They've put a hard end on that. You program the call and you pro- and you say, oh, they want 10 minutes. And if you put 10 minutes in, bang, that's what happens. Unfortunately, we have lost here Winnie Kere. But uh, it was great chatting to her and getting some insight on what it's like for a woman to coach a, men, a, a men's team. Because, you know, it's so often, as we've talked about, we see, you know, Glenn Moore, for example, coach, coach the Black Ferns or Bob Carter coach the White Ferns. Uh, you have it that happen, happen that way around a lot. Uh, but we we don't see it the other way around uh, quite so much. So some great great insight there from Tia and I appreciate her time uh, ahead of their big match. That is Sunday at midday. The Mystics men play the Stars men. And I- Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.